0: the blaze radio network
1: on demand glenn beck
0: the blaze radio network we're just talking about the press and how they've now turned on uh bill and hillary clinton and it was an ugly weekend for uh bill clinton poor james patterson He's doing an interview <laughs> on NBC with Bill Clinton. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about the book. So, Bill, you're a rapist <laughs> and, and just go after him. And now here's what's remarkable. It was NBC that went after him. Mm-hmm. And The Washington Post has now done a fact check on Bill Clinton's claims about, well, look, I know th- this is not the story. And they are ripping him apart.
1: Right. uh, Fact-checking Bill Clinton's meltdown on NBC's Today Show. Now, this is not the fact-check. This is just the preamble to the fact-check. The former president responded with a defense that stressed how much he had done for women as a politician. To a considerable extent, that is besides the point in today's context, as we've seen with Eric Schneiderman, etc. We are not going to fact-check the entire statement. Again, like, this is still a preamble. They're Mm -hmm. telling you what they're not doing. They're not going to fact check claims like you know this one. Clinton later in the interview admitted that he had not personally apologized to Lewinsky, uh, the intern who he had an affair with. He had simply apologized in general, which is not what the interviewer originally asked. Okay, this is never
0: not, do they get that specific. Never, never.
1: This is For how they anybody. treat anybody. This is how they treat people like Rick Santorum when yes. they say something on the air. People yes. they they absolutely hate. Yes. Um, We were amused that Clinton slipped the phrase for the percentage in the bar when he bragged about women were overrepresented in his office when he was AG from 1977 to 1979. It's actually a low bar. Between 1918 and 1970, 1970, only 164 women gained access to uh, Arkansas uh, law licenses. Only 22% of law licenses were held by women in 1998, two decades after uh, Clinton was AG. That's not them fact-checking. That, as they say, <laughs> two of his statements stand out as worthy of deeper fact-checking. Right. So that's not what they're. That's just they like. like but, hey, but here's we're not going to deal with that. We're not going to deal with that now. Here's that all now. of his lies. <laughs> but no, let's get to a couple of other ones. I left the White House sixteen million dollars in debt. This is a curious well, this one claim. Drives, this one drives me nuts. And everyone knows this is a yeah. lie. In 2014, after Clinton was criticized, Hillary, um, for saying the couple was dead broke when they left the White House, former president had a much lower number. It's factually true that we were several million dollars in debt. Senate financial disclosures show broad ranges uh, from, like, for example, one million to five million. But the highest possible assets added up to one point eight million, while the lowest possible debts were two point three million. That works out to five hundred thousand dollars in negative net worth. The form shows that the Clintons owed one to five million dollars to two law firms. So legal debts to the two firms could have been as low as two million or as high as ten million. On the high end, the couple's net worth would have been a negative nine point eight million at the time, though that appears unlikely. Listen to this. The dictionary definition of several <laughs> is quote more than two but not many you know here
0: is what here is what bill clinton should hear and hillary clinton should hear now every time the media approaches
1: (laughs) run i mean they are just you are the you are going to be taken because they can't stand donald trump but they blame her and him for Donald Trump. So like it's like the cause of their agitation is this couple.
0: But you know, maybe just say it is wrong for me to feel such glee, mm-hmm.
1: but that's okay. Yeah. True.
0: I'm okay
1: with that. Uh the the definition of several is more Remember, this is this is in a media uh as is speaking as a whole. The media defended him on things like the definition of the word is now they're hitting him with the definition of the word several (laughs) right right uh what is it the midpoint of these two options is four or five million the disclosure forms do not require the listing of homes used for listen to the depth they're going to to get to this number the homes used for personal use and the clintons had two well 1.7 million dollar five-bedroom home in chappaqua and a 2.85 million five-bedroom room in the district the first one was bought in 1999 with a big loan by their pal and later Virginia governor, Terry McAuliffe. This the way they're talking about this is bizarre. And by the way, their pal, Terry McAuliffe, is turning on them now too. Uh, Clinton's put $855,000 of equity into the second one. If Clinton was adding all of his mortgages to his uh, overall debt, it still would not add up to $16 million, and it hardly seems kosher to count such fat, fancy lodgings. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hillary Clinton, in any case, Hillary Clinton had already signed an eight million dollar book deal by the time the couple left the White House, which is true. Bill Clinton was set to hit the lecture circuit, er, earning more than one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars per speech. Um, Clinton's two thousand one tax returns show that they oh they earned sixteen million dollars in income that year. Oh my gosh! Maybe that's the sixteen million Clinton had in mind. That's how I they mean, that is that this is not the Washington Post. That's amazing. This
0: is this is. Fox News. That is what Fox News yeah. said in 2000. That's what all of us said in 2000. We were mm-hmm. all like, guys, that's not no, That's not possible. He's not in debt. They have a great job. It's the same argument the government gives us. You know, debt's not a bad thing if you got enough money to pay for it. So please, give it a rest. No, they've never accepted that. Now... 18 years later, because they're done with them, mm. they're, giving, they're making the same argument.
1: And then they go into the Paula Jones case. Listen to this. This will drive you out of your mind. Clinton claims, I had a sexual harassment policy when I was governor in the 80s. The document actually came up in the Paula Jones lawsuit against Clinton for, yes, sexual harassment. Okay, it's just total disrespect to these people. And, you know, look, they des- he deserves total disrespect. There's no doubt about it, but where's the this been? Right, and it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to me that, you know,
0: somebody's destroyed. It feels good to me that finally the press is holding these people who have gotten away mm-hmm. with rape, with rape and theft for so long. It feels good that the... Day of Justice is finally coming, and man, wait until you hear the rest. It's coming for the Clintons. There is, there's a, there's occasion where uh, you enter uh, into the uh, restaurant and we dim the lights just a little bit, and we say, oh, well, tonight, tonight you are going to have a five-star meal, huh? We have got a chef that is preparing something just Unbelievable for your consumption and enjoyment. Uh, Today's one of those days. Welcome to the cafe. Good eating today on the menu. We are eating the career of Donald. I'm sorry, of uh, Bill Clinton Uh, and Bill Clinton's career is being served up
1: by the Washington Post and the media. Fact-checking Bill Clinton's meltdown on NBC's Today Show. So we went through the the overall debt situation, which they, with with a CPA <laughs> right. uh, acuity, they go and, through. No, no, no. And a dictionary. and a, Yeah, and a dictionary. They define the word several in there to make sure you understand that he was lying about saying $16 million in debt. But then they go on to, I had a sexual harassment policy when I was governor in the 80s document actually came up in the Paula Jones lawsuit. Now again for a Clinton in the past they would, why would they bring that up when it came, when the document came up? They would just, if they wanted to fact check this they could just go look at the document or they could learn what they know about the document. Instead they bring up the Paula Jones lawsuit which is not necessary here though they do refer to it a little bit. Um, the document actually came up in the Paula Jones lawsuit against Clinton for yes sexual harassment. The document is listed as uh, deposition exhibit number five in, exchange for Clinton's, uh, in this exchange from Clinton's deposition. This is January 17th, 1998. The question, uh, is this copy of the sexual harassment policy that you signed when you were governor of the state of Arkansas? Uh, Clinton answers, yes, I signed it in 1987. I'm fairly sure that I was. We were the first or one of the very first states to actually have a clearly defined sexual harassment policy. Now, Clinton's been using this excuse since 1998. Okay. Uh, the lawyer uh, asks... Mr. President, the criteria here under Roman numeral three were actually federal guidelines that you were adopting as the policy in the state. Correct? Clinton answers yes. Okay, so basically, he, it's a lo- It's already a law. He's just taking the law that already exists federally and making it his policy because he's bragging has to. about it. Right? Yeah, he has to. It's and a federal bragging. mandate. Right. Uh, the Washington Post says, "Yikes! Quite a burn." By the lawyer. Now, this burn, so you know, this burn was 20 years ago. 20 years ago. In other words, Clinton is bragging today about a state policy that merely implemented new federal guidelines. Now,
0: why could he get away for saying the same thing that he said 20 years ago? Mm -hmm. How could he how could he use that same worthless claim on NBC today? Because no one has ever said (laughs) in the mainstream media, you know, that's a lie. That's just—it's a lie.
1: They go on to say that it was actually one of the the bottom twelve uh, by women's rights organizations, and as far as worst places to live for any woman concerned with equal rights under the law. It also uh, it talk this is, and then again, they could have ended it there, right? It's also worth recalling the allegations made by Jones that led to her sexual harassment lawsuit in federal court, 1991. While Jones, w- think of this as if this is how you've heard this story. Because all I've heard is she's nuts and just wanted money, right? That was, the, that was the narrative for two decades. Paula Jones had nothing to it. Here's the narrative now that they're no longer useful. In 1991, while Jones was working at a state-sponsored conference, a state trooper asked her to meet with Clinton in his hotel room. When she arrived, she says, Clinton tried to kiss her and then dropped his pants and underwear and asked her to kiss it. She refused and quickly left the hotel room. Her account was backed up by people who said she told them at the time about the alleged encounter. uh, Pamela Blackard, a state employee sitting at the registration desk with Jones, said she she noticed Clinton staring intently at Jones and witnessed a state trooper asking Jones to go to Clinton's hotel room. She recalled that 10 minutes later, Jones returned shaking and she told Blackard in detail about Clinton's actions. Blackard told her to tell no one as she was afraid they would lose their jobs. Ultimately, the Jones case, listen to the reasoning here. Listen to the reasoning. After everything we've gone through in the past uh, six months, here, mm-hmm. listen to the reasoning. Ultimately, the Jones case was dismissed by a federal judge who ruled not that Jones was lying, not that Clinton was telling the truth, who ruled that even if her allegations were true, Such boorish and offensive behavior would not be severe enough to constitute sexual harassment under the law. That ruling was under appeal when Clinton in 1998 settled for $850,000 with no apology or admission of guilt. In both cases, Clinton skirts close to four Pinocchios, says the Washington Post. He did have large legal debts, but $16 million is clearly wrong. In any case, he and his wife were able to quickly dig themselves out of that hole. As for the sexual harassment policy, he was simply implementing federal guidelines, an odd thing to brag about, given the circumstances. Okay, so
0: the circumstance was, let's just, wow. let's just use Paula Jones here. I, I, I was curious when I, read, when I read this. You know, that's interesting coming from the Washington Post. You know, when did they change their view? And then I remembered, wait a minute, in 2016, Donald Trump brought Kathleen Willey, who was absolutely raped by Bill Clinton, in my opinion, looking at what Kathleen, you remember her? Yeah. That, that, She's just, the one who's just I'm, I'm having rock a... solid, credible woman who said he came into her, her hotel room. She was asking for help. He threw her down on the bed, bit her lip, raped her, and then said, hey,
1: you were great. I'm having a difficult time sorting through the rape victims of this particular person. Okay. But yes, okay. uh, I think I okay. do okay. remember, All yes. Right.
0: So what, remember, they were brought in during the debate to unsettle Hillary Clinton. What did the press do? Nothing. They didn't talk about those guys. They never talked about no, it those guys. That was just a stunt. In fact, mm. what did the Washington Post Say, in 2016, when Clinton was confronting serious accusations of abuse, the country had a different attitude towards women. They came forward with unverified and often unverifiable accounts of sexual abuse. They were dismissed, blah, blah, blah. Um, They lacked witnesses, evidence, and immediate reporting to the authorities.
1: They talk about the witness. What? No. Specifically about no, the No, they, no, the they witness. lacked witnesses, evidence, and immediate reporting to authorities. And immediate reporting, not to authorities, but to this person. I uh, mean, they have the witness, you? and there was immediate reporting right after. No, no, no. No, in 2016, the Washington Post. I don't know what your source
0: is, but the Washington um, Post said. 2018 that- Washington Post. No, but this twenty. This came first. Always, what comes first is always oh, better. That's okay. a knockoff. Oh, okay. This is watch. This is this is like the Washington Post classic. <laughs> okay. okay, so <laughs> Paula Jones says that while working as a six dollar and thirty five cent an hour Arkansas State employee, she was summoned to the hotel room of Clinton and the governor. I she,
1: look, look. Why would you point out? her how much money she makes right. per hour that it's Just no way her. a
0: six dollar right. an hour employee is going to be called up by the governor
1: she's a stupid right. stupid ignorant trailer trap and if she is she's got to know what's going to happen right she's going up she, she's going up it, for money yeah the six dollars and 35 cents an hour I mean, she knows what she's going up there for, and all of a sudden now she has a problem with it. I mean, that is a. There's no reason to include that detail there. No. Uh -uh.
0: But they did. The Washington Post did in 2016. She had hoped that she could discuss a promotion, but instead, she said he grabbed her. Um,. Uh, the clinton de- defense strategy centered on uh uh blatantly misogynistic practices that they give them quotas for that uh the progressive feminist traditionally liberal late night comics did their part to discredit and, and ridicule the women um but in an act of proto revenge an an ex-boyfriend of jones sold private sexual photographs of her to Penthouse a few months after her claim became public. She immediately was the fodder for harsh jokes, many focusing on her appearance. Several years later, she capitalized on her notoriety by posing nude for the magazine, further marginalizing herself.
1: Well, wait a minute. Well, wait. You're now marginalized when you, when you take a, a, a brave step? Uh, I mean, wh- how many times have we heard that sex work shouldn't be demeaned? Right, Uh, The fact that she... Again, what what was the first circumstance of those pictures? Private photos? Yes. Private photos Uh, of the boyfriend. So revenge porn. Yes. Yes. But that's now okay, too. It's another Mm -hmm. justification to say that she's not... Her claims aren't credible. She
0: was just going after money.
1: uh, And then it was revenge (laughs) porn.
0: And (laughs) then she had discredited herself. And so she had to make that money. So she went and did penthouse, which only made things worse.
1: This is... Look, I'm glad the Washington Post is telling the truth about this. Woke. I'm glad they have now woken up. Uh, and I'm no, gl- I think the kids nowadays just, just say, say woke. woke. I'm glad they are yeah. woke. I'm glad they woke. My I'm issue here is it, this is a a lot of times and I feel like I defend the media sometimes. You know, I mean, a lot, I think the, the idea that everything that's printed in the Washington Post or the New York Times is fake news is nonsense. It's not. They do a lot of really good reporting. Right, but they, sometimes, they get and so, sometimes they do both on the same story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the issue is they get so frustrated and so they're so apoplectic about conservatives pointing out how frustrating uh their coverage is. They get so upset about it. And it's like, how can you look at stuff like this and not see that there is a double standard? There does seem to be a massive agenda. No no Stu I don't know no I don't know Glenn no Mm -hmm.
0: no if I may loosely quote the Washington Post in their defense it was a different time
1: it was a different time 2016 was a
0: different time it was a different time no in 2016 they were saying that it was a different time yes we we didn't pay attention to those things and who knows about the past but now it's different now it's different. Now we are, now we know back then women were seen as, you know, uh, people that would just make up stories of sexual harassment for for cash. Ah, uh, and now they're and now, known as something else. Now they're not? Now we don't think that some of these stories are made up for cash? I mean... Mm. I mean, clearly I mean, they
1: are because it still happens. Yeah. Uh, some routinely. are, some are not. Some are, some are not. Can I ask you because you brought this up, how how our standards change mm-hmm. and you brought up the term woke. Mm-hmm. So let me let mm-hmm. me ask a question because you're obviously an expert on being woke. Oh, I am Glenn Beck woke. Yeah. Woke Glenn Beck. Yeah. Um, is it woke? <laughs> yeah. Is it woke uh-huh. to do what we're doing now, uh-huh. which is to claim that Monica Lewinsky was a victim of something. Now, I feel personally bad for Monica Lewinsky because of after she made, I think, a big mistake, she really paid a high price for it, probably Way disproportional, higher. right? Yeah. Like Way higher than anyone should right. ever have to pay for i So it. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on yeah. that. But this is a 23-year-old woman not a 15-year-old woman, mm-hmm. a 23-year-old woman. Our own Marissa, who is our producer here, is 25, and also married. How many people are married? My mom gave birth to me married at 19. The idea that Monica Lewinsky doesn't have the agency to make her own choices about her own sex life is not a woke sentiment.
0: No, Stu. No. No, women are—you don't understand. Women are powerful, okay? They yes, I would agree powerful, with that. But you don't understand.
1: I—I do, I don't. He I was a, a powerful not. man preying on a young woman. And what was her choice there? Did she have a choice to say yes? I would like to enter. What was, by all accounts, a consensual sexual well, that affair? That
0: was the argument by all of the feminists at the time. Yes. Now all of the feminists of this time have convinced Monica Lewinsky that she really didn't have a choice.
1: She and, she, was, and that's she what was she's used. saying now. Yeah. She's saying, I was, you know, look, I didn't understand the power structure was different. Look, yes, he's the most powerful man in the world, right? I mean, you know, yeah, he was very powerful. However, each individual has agency to make choices about consensual affairs. They don't have agency to make choices against Harvey Weinstein, who's forcing them to have sex with them and trapping them and raping them. They don't have choices there, but they do have choices to enter into a consensual affair with another consenting adult. The arguments was, that she was this, this, this little girl well, with no agency okay. were arguments that conservatives made mm-hmm. in the, in the nineties mm-hmm. to say Bill Clinton was a predator. However, we should all... And I and I said this at the time as well. When you're 23 years old, you have a choice to be able to enter into a consensual relationship with someone else if you wish. You are a consenting okay. Okay, Grandpa. adult. Okay.
0: okay, Grandpa, thank you very much for that uh, cute little opinion. Look, 16 years old, you should be able to vote. But at 23, if you get into an ex- a consensual relationship... You have every right to claim to be a victim later in life. I mean, it only makes sense. to Wait. It only makes sense. Why? All right. Don't ask anyone to explain it. Okay. <laughs> okay? Because you're obviously not woke enough uh-huh. to, to understand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.